Welcome to The Floss, the self-help show for people that probably don't need it. You can follow the show on Instagram at The Floss Pod or subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash The Floss Pod. If you do something that you think everyone should do or that nobody should do, email it to us at theflosspod at gmail.com. We might read it. My name is Gabe Gary. Welcome to The Floss. On today's episode, our guest is a local Cleveland comic. She just produced the inaugural Six City Comedy Festival. Her birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> well, not tomorrow, because provided to, tomorrow today, not tomorrow today, like when you're <laughs> listening to this, but tomorrow today. Uh, Miss Marla Massey. Hi. Marla, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. This is Mar. We're taking Marla's podcast virginity. Yeah, we're popping her cherry, <laughs> and uh, we've already faced technical difficulties here at Golden Ox Studio. Uh, but it's nothing. It's nothing that Jeremy Demery, the beautiful producer here at Golden Ox Studio, can't overcome, and we have overcome it. I think by just completely ignoring the problem altogether. Yeah. And pause for editing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spice you get here at Golden Ox Studio. Uh, Marla? Yes? I know we've been talking a little bit about it, and every episode's the same. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first part of this episode starts with a question. Mm-hmm. And that question is, what is something you do that you think everybody should do? I think one of the most important things that everybody should at least do at least once is explore their options. And, and it can be on anything, like... Uh, trying new foods, traveling somewhere, relationships. Just explore your options. So you you said food, travel, and relationships. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that that's what you do. Yes, that you explore. quite a lot. Because mm-hmm. the first thing that came into my head was uh, anytime anybody uh, tells their story about. Uh, like like I thought I was thought, I thought business because you ever hear the story about how like Reebok went to LeBron when he graduated high school yeah and he was like we'll sign you for like it was like fifteen million or whatever mm-hmm. and if I'm an eighteen year old kid I'm like yeah fifteen million fuck yeah mm-hmm. uh, but I'm sure somebody told LeBron to explore his options exactly and now he's got a half a billion dollar Mikey, Nike lifetime deal oh yeah it was so, very smart of him to have done that um. I think we got a lot to go off here. Let's talk about food. Okay. Every time I just went to, I said I just got dinner cilantro tacchiera, but uh, every time I go out, I pick the same restaurant and I get pretty much the same exact thing off the menu every single time. Mm-hmm. I'm bad because <laughs> I always tell myself I'm gonna get something different, and I never do. And then you look at the menu and you're like, oh well, I mean that's a safe option. I'm just gonna go with that one again. Safe, yeah. Safety is the killer here. Mm-hmm. My comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. I talk a lot of shit about comfort zones, but I have my own comfort zones that I go into. Mm-hmm. So, what do? Uh, How did you discover this food? Wise, you like? What do you? Well, honestly, ever since I was a little kid, like mm-hmm. my, 
I, I grew up on the, the west side of Cleveland, and, like, my mom had friends of various different ethnicities and backgrounds and stuff like that. And so, like, we were always having potlucks in our neighborhood, and I was always trying new foods from my neighbors. And I'm like, oh, okay, I know I like this, and I know I like that. There isn't anything I wouldn't try at least once. Yeah, I mean, unless I specifically know what it is. Like, I'm not doing Rocky Mountain oysters. I know what those are. I'm not. <laughs> what the fuck are Rocky Mountain oysters? Bull testicles. That's what they call them? Yeah. I've had Rocky Mountain toast. No, no, no. The two totally different things. I'm a, Yeah, I'm picking up on that. <laughs> but, like, and also, like, when uh, growing up, I, I always went to the West Side Market with my family. And so, like, there was always, like, an eclectic... Just, all this different types of food. I'm like, oh, my mom's like, all right, well, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Do you know how many times, like, we, we've had jambalaya one night, and then we'll have, like, uh, sp- uh, Spanish rice another night, and then, like, we'll have some sort of Chinese dish the next night. It was just, like, my mom always, like, switched it up. And she goes, yeah, that way you'll know, like, what other cultures eat. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So whenever I'm out and about and I find a new restaurant or whatever, I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. Let me go ahead and try that. And if I don't like it, no harm, no foul. So you were you were presented time and time again with a with a different choice, with a different style of food. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now you're inclined to not you're you don't like saying no to anything. You know, 90, you said 99 percent yeah. of the time. Yeah. I'm with you on the I'll try anything once, try anything twice for the right price. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. <laughs> you never know. You never know. That's true. Presented with all, it's presented with an array of all the foods that you were fed growing up. Mm-hmm. What's what, What's your favorite? Give me your top two or three. Um. Oh gosh. Okay. So. One of the things I liked eating a lot, um, and only the way my mom makes it, is ocean perch. It's a type of fish. Um, you know, it's very light and flaky and flavorful. And you know, I don't, I don't know anybody else who would eat ocean perch as a kid. My mom, my mom would just go and, and buy it, and then we would. I didn't know eat there was it. a type of perch that wasn't in the ocean. I, I know, right? It was just. <laughs> No, I just remember seeing, like, it was written on the package, it said, ocean perch. I was like, all right, cool. Um, Sounds like something they call a fish. It's not even a perch. <laughs> like, you know how red pandas aren't even technically pandas? Right, right. Ocean perch is just like, it's like a type of, it's a seagull. It's a fucking <laughs> Don't bird. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I've been eating seagull this whole time. Like, ugh, where do gross. you, can, do you know, do you know where you would get ocean perch now? You know, um... When I was younger, my mom she would do her she would do her shopping at the Westside Market. She would also go to Stockyard Meats, and then um, Dave's Supermarket. Not only were you surrounded with all these different ethnic foods, mm-hmm. you were surrounded by all the different ethnicities of people. Yes. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> Hold on. How about this? What's your least favorite? That's, a, that's even worse. Yeah. That is so- <laughs> Um, I if you had know. to pick one to be, what would it be? Oh, God, because if I say white people, I don't know. There, listen, there, we have a <laughs> lot going for us. <laughs> Wait, were white people one of the ethnic peoples that well, you were okay, surrounded so with? I, what kind of like, food did they bring to the potluck? 
you know, mac and cheese, white fish, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, potato salad, raisins in it for some fucking reason. Oh, the worst kind of the The worst poor white people. (laughs) You were still not with poor white people. Well, I mean, it was like 94 and, you know, growing up on the west side of Cleveland, you know, you just, there's many different types of people. What part of the west side did you grow up in? Um, like, okay, so Lorraine Avenue and uh, basically near, um, what is that high school? San Ignatius. Back before, oh. back before San Ignatius was as nice as it was, it used to just be an empty, barren lot. It was all boys. Well, it's still all boys. It's still school. all boys school. But like, I distinctly remember going to that empty, barren lot with my two older brothers and my older sister. And for some dumb reason, because we were stupid fucking kids, we were just throwing rocks at each other. Just throwing rocks at each other. Anyway, one of my brothers threw a rock at me, and it whizzed past my head. And I thought it hit me. I was like, oh, I guess it didn't hit me. But then all of a sudden, like, my face is wet. And I touch it, and I pull my hand back, and it is covered in blood. Whatever rock they threw, it, like, zip, it went zip and cut off the top part of my ear. Like, the very tippy, tip, tip, Jeez, like top a pit bull. Yeah, it was just like, Sip. and then, like, I'm bleeding, and so we have to walk home. We cross the street, walk down the street. And, like, <laughs> my mom's tired of our bullshit. That's why she sends us outside. And she goes, what's going on? And I, like, move my hand, and, like, all the blood that was there had just, like, just blurred down the side of my face. And my mom's like, oh, my God. So then, like, we promptly, we didn't even call an ambulance. We just walked to Lutheran Hospital. <laughs> my god you're laughing That's, about this this shit's funny because like a 65 percent chance that was a hate crime I, from my brothers oh i thought you said it was a white guy no well uh, well technically yeah my brothers are Your half brother's white. white half white so it could have been a mom hate or crime. dad their dad their dad's white it's half a hate crime <laughs> <laughs> when i said 65 percent 30, 32.5% chance that was a hate crime. And oh, you're God. laughing about it. It's funny because I didn't die. Yeah. Of all the dumb shit that's ever happened to me as a kid, like that is. Brothers are going to beat the shit out of you in one way or the other. Yeah. They hit you in the head with a rock. Well, they we were just throwing rocks at each other and they. It, well, they I, I ducked, you know, I was like, but like, I was like, Let's talk about. Ge- let's, talk ge- <laughs> let's talk geography. Okay. You're moving to Portland here pretty soon. Yep, I sure am. Is that your first choice? No, it wasn't. Um, So before I explain like why I'm like why Portland is Mm -hmm. where I'm going, I got to explain exactly how I got there. So um, I the very first time I went to Portland, Oregon was in 2018. I got accepted into a comedy festival. Right, Mm -hmm. it was the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. And um, is there a Northwest White Comedy Festival? I mean, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, it's called every other comedy festival to ever <laughs> exist. <laughs> like, I was like, all right, this is gonna be cool. And so, like, um, it's it, it's February, obviously Black History Month. So I thought that was even cooler. I'm like, I've never been uh, that far west, and I go out there and I have a great time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, Portland is cool. And I was super into the show Portlandia. And I was like, I have to True. test the theory. Is this... As all middle-aged is, black women are. I, I was... Wait, how old was I back then? Yeah, I it guess... It was like four years ago. So I was like 29, 30. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm almost there. Uh, wait, how old are you? 24. How do you get... get Boy, okay, bye. First off, <laughs> second. <laughs> second, okay, Portland was cool. It was weird. It was kooky. I was like, oh, this seems like the really cool kind of place to be and I go there a lot but Portland wasn't my first choice I I, I really wanted to move to New York the, mm-hmm. 
the plan was with me doing stand-up comedy, the plan was that I was going to wait until my son graduated high school in 2020. And then he was going to go off to go to Ohio State and I was going to move to New York. Obviously, we all know what happened in 2020, Mm -hmm. the COVID and all the money I had saved up. I had to use it because they cut my hours at work by 90%. So I was like not going to work and, you know, bills be billing. So I was like, I have to just use all this money. And and then I was back down to zero. I was actually back in the negatives. And I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to stay in Cleveland. But then um, let's fast forward to about 30 days ago. I get a notice on my door and a notice in my mailbox and a notice in my email box saying, hey, yeah, we we don't want to renew your lease here. So you have to leave by September 30th. And I'm like, oh, snap that's like 30 days and i even though i wanted to move to new york i don't really know anyone in new york Mm -hmm. like i know people but i don't know anyone that i like have a a strong rapport with right and so um several people's like well you know we're here in portland you can always just come up here and yeah and i was like you know what all right cool i i'm gonna go to portland and then um a few days after deciding that i got an email um from um, a festival producer to like, hey, by the way, you're going to San Fran. You're in the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. I'm nice. like, oh, shit. So so essentially when I leave Cleveland, I'm packing n- almost everything I own, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go to San Fran for a week and do the comedy festival, then go to L.A. for a few days, and then move up to Portland. A little road trip ain't yeah. bad. It's going to it's gonna be great. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I am terrified. Not gonna lie, like I'm terrified. It's not it's a, a reason not to do it. Brand new, it's all n- new stuff to me. But I, I feel like it's gonna be a good time. Scary is good. Yep, it's good to feel something. You're getting out of your comfort zone. Exactly. It's much better than what just finding a new place in Cleveland and doing it all over again. Yeah, even though like part like there's a part of me that's like no, I I want to stay here, but that's. The, the 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 fearful part of me, like the, oh, I'm comfortable where I'm at because I know uh, predictability. Like, it's this is the predictable routine, and safe. I'm okay with it. Safety The net. safe routine. You can, and here's the thing about it being a safety net. If it doesn't, you, can, you could always come back. Mm-hmm. You got plenty of time to fuck up. True. But you'll never know unless you try. Exactly. Is your son coming with you? No, he does not want to go to Portland. He's like, nah, I'm gonna stay here. All his friends are here. Yeah, all his, his friends, family. He, he, he's 18, right? He just he's 19. Read, he, yeah. You gonna write him letters? Of course. Longhand. Yeah. Mail well, him. Yeah, because that. <laughs> write a postcard. I know, I, it's gonna be corny, but he knows that I'm 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 a corny parent, but he loves that and respects that, and you know, I gotta keep appearances. So yeah. That's dope. Thank you. You weren't able to move to New York on such short notice mm-hmm. because you didn't really know anybody there. Right. But what what about Portland do you like over New York that you didn't really know about until like the opportunity really presented itself? Like the you, weather. Like before you started taking it really seriously. The weather. Is it really 100%. good weather? Okay. <laughs> so the first year I, I go out to Portland, um, they, it doesn't really snow there that much. If it does, it's very, very min- like a small amount. And... It's crazy, but they shut the entire city down. They don't have a Department of Transportation to plow away snow if that happens. So um, I'm on my way to a show, and I'm on the bus, and the bus driver is white-knuckle driving through, like, barely a quarter of an inch of snow. And I'm just, like, looking around, like, 
y'all are y'all serious? And everybody's like, man, I haven't seen this much snow in like eight years. I'm like, hold up. Really, you guys? It doesn't snow here? And they're like, well, where are you from? I'm like, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh. And on the bus, they're all like, oh. And somebody leaned over to a guy who's like, she deals with that lake effect. I was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I is- always thought that it was like similar winter weather. Yeah, I mean, it gets cold, but it doesn't sure. really doesn't snow. They don't get fucked up with snow. No, they don't. Mm-mm. That is very interesting. And so, like, it, like, what, it was February, and I was just in, like, a nice light, not light jacket, but, like, a, it was a long sleeve jacket. It wasn't heavy, you know, not like a winter mm-hmm. coat. It was like, I, I w- it was a hoodie. I was rocking a hoodie, like a nice quality hoodie, and I wasn't cold. I was like, this, yeah, this is nice. Where'd you get the hoodie? Um, I got it from Marshall's in Boston and I had taken it with me because I had, I was in Salem before I went to Portland. Lynching some white girls? No. <laughs> it was for a comedy festival. So I, I did, I, I went to Salem and then I flew cross country and went to Portland. So you explored your options with where you live. Mm-hmm. Men, (laughs) listen up, ladies, if any ladies are listening. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, I'm like the worst person to give any kind of dating or relationship advice because I was married for three years and like now I'm divorced and I I date and I'm horrible at dating. Did you marry the first guy you fell in love with? No. Mm Mm-mm. The first guy I ever fell in love with, his house is two houses away from the building that we're in right now. I'm not, I'm not lying. Is he married? No. I, 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 I shit you not, Gabe, his house, like literally two houses behind you. Are you still in love with him? Mm Mm-mm. A confident no. Yeah, no, I, I know this for a fact because he came up to LVT once and uh, he wanted to see me do stand up and we were hanging out and it was it was great. And then um, I got a message from somebody who I didn't know. She's like, um, yeah, did my boyfriend come up and see you? I was like, wait, Max, your boyfriend? And she's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden there was this back and forth. And she goes, let me ask you something. If you had the chance to fuck him again, would you? I said, hell no. No, there's a reason why he's my ex. Like we just, <laughs> we're not. No, and then and then like I was also hung over while talking to her, and I realized that he had messaged me, and I read the message, and I was like, "Ooh, that's problematic." And I was gonna take a screenshot of it, but I forgot. And now on Facebook, you can unsend messages. Yes, yeah, you can. And I, what he said was, "I am not gonna repeat what he said that he wanted to do." Oh, come on, specifically he's not gonna listen to, me. to this. Oh, he talked about how he like. Like if he had given the opportunity, he would blow my back out, and I'm like, um, yeah, that's nothing. No, I mean, you could but say, you, you have could a, say that on TV. You he, could say no, it, it was the fact that like after I, I saw that, and then finding out that he had a girlfriend, even though I, I wasn't mm. interested in like fucking him, and I was like, yo, listen, y'all two need to work this out, and then I blocked them both. But he was the first person I ever fell in love with. All I'm gonna say, what's his name? Matt. Matt. Mm-hmm. I get it. What? <laughs> the troubling times. Oh, God. 
He didn't say he he didn't say he was going to. He said given the opportunity. Uh, yeah, but st- you don't say that if you got a girlfriend. That's true. You don't say it. You yeah. think it as much as you want, guys. Mm-hmm, as exactly. much as you fucking want. I was giving some good advice. Things in the head you. are better left unsaid. And here I am, starting <laughs> a fucking podcast like a goddamn idiot. Well, okay, some things are better left unsaid. Before you say them, exploiter options. Yeah. I think, eh, this is the best. Actually, there was pretty good advice. It's like corporate advice, but it's applicable. It was like, before you say something, ask yourself, does it need to be said? Does it need to be said now? Does it need to be said by me? And if any of those is no, just don't fucking say it. Exactly. You should also line on there. What would your mother think if you said this? That's only if you resp- if you care about what your mom thinks. Yeah, well, you know, that's important to me. A guy that care- has a decent relationship with his mom, that's important to me. I think those two things aren't... Well, you know what I mean? Like, you got to, like, at least yeah, want, re- like yeah. respect her or whatever. I mean, you don't have to be bosom buddies with her and, you know, shower together. But, like, you know, don't be running around calling your mom a hoe, I guess. So that would be great. Unless it's for comedic effect. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Moms are whores. Yeah, we are. Any mom with more than one kid is a whore, by definition of whore. I mean, have had, as in like fully gave birth? Had to? sex more than one time. Oh. So then Mary's not a whore. That's Technically, ag- Mary never had sex. That's because against the will of the Lord. The Lord came upon to her and was like, here you go, bitch. And she just, oh. Yeah, Mary was raped. Oh, Jesus Christ. She didn't consent. Did I thought she did. Well, that's just like a Catholic thing. Um, they be raping people. Yeah, yeah. I should know. I went to Catholic school for six years. Jeez. Yep. How many times did they get you? None. I was too fast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was not attractive. Um. Well, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's. I think it's more of a, how stupid do I think this person is? Yeah. Can I talk them into it? Because it's never It's never physical force. They get taught, like, they're, they're, they're very smooth with it. You ever hear the the phone calls from Jared from Subway talking about how easy it is to manipulate children? Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. But kids are dumb. Yeah, they are. If you're going to try to touch anybody, they should probably be your first target. Yeah. Kids are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Bef- hey, before you decide to go touch anyone, explore your options. You know, maybe the first person you see isn't the right isn't exactly. the right person. Exactly. Oh, plug your shit. Do your plug. Do oh. you have anything to plug? This um, is going to come out sometime. I think you're going to actually be the New Year New Year's episode. Like it's oh. come out like end of December, beginning of January. Oh, that's perfect then. Um, this uh, January we will be accepting submissions for the second annual Six City Comedy Festival. The festival will be happening uh, late summer of 2022. Uh, if you can. Go to www.sixcitycomedy.com to find more details. And you can uh, follow me on all forms of social media at Marley from CLE. Or you can follow Six City Comedy also on all social media platforms at Six City Comedy. And that is sixth, like after fifth. Yes. Not sick. Explore your options. Explore your options. And that is the floss.
If you liked part one of this feature episode, part two will be coming out next week. But if you want to listen to it early, all you have to do is subscribe to the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash theflosspod. If you like the show and you listen on a streaming platform that lets you follow the show, go ahead and follow it. And if you can leave a review or a rating, please do it. It helps the show out a whole bunch, and I greatly appreciate it. Every episode of The Floss is recorded at Golden Ox Studio in Cleveland, Ohio. If you live in Cleveland and you need to say something into a microphone for any reason at all, do it at Golden Ox Studio. Jeremy's awesome, he cares a lot about Cleveland, and he'll give a huge shit about whatever you're making. I'm Gabe Gary, and thank you very much.